Thursday night at the Dog Pound was not just about the first win for the Cleveland Browns in 635 days, but on their 30th quarterback since the franchise returned in 1999. A long road of just the expected failure, the miserable mess that has been that position. The guy that came in willed them to a win. Did he ever? Baker Mayfield proved John Dorsey and the Cleveland Browns' new front office right. And the monkey is off the back. The Browns are 1-1-1, and and if you would have told me that that's how this team would start, considering they're facing the Steelers and Saints in the first two weeks, and you don't have two losses, I'd say I'd take that any day. And it gets all that much sweeter when you can see the product that you picked. A couple of thoughts on this game. You wish Tyrod Taylor the best. Really feel for the guy. Hope he's going to be okay. Uh, But Hugh Jackson was going to have a decision to make, and I think that the fans of the Dog Pound were making it for him, and it didn't need to be made. And again, hopefully Tyrod will be okay health-wise, but Baker Mayfield stepped up with flying colors, and from the first play, the Browns' offense just quickened. Did you notice the change of pace? There was a sense of urgency from everybody, and Baker didn't think. He didn't think. He just let it fly. He was fearless. He was decisive. He was confident. The Browns have been afraid of losing, and what has it led them to? L after L after L. And this was a breath of fresh air that the franchise has been looking for for so, so long. 17-23, 201 yards. What more can you say about what the kid did? He got help from Carlos Hyde. Uh, You could not write this script in Hollywood, folks. For Carlos Hyde to go for two touchdowns, nearly 100 yards, he's got his son being born at the hospital. Uh, That's the best of all worlds. And Cleveland deserved this. Free beer and a franchise quarterback all in one night, folks. Yeah, I'm happy. Heck yeah, I was in New York City getting drenched in champagne at Brother Jimmy's Barbecue. The champagne tasted sweet. Uh, it was one of those nights that you just you'll remember as a Cleveland sports fan. And on a pivotal night for the Browns, how many times have we talked about this franchise since they came back in '99, saying, "Oh, this is a pivotal night for the Cleveland Browns. This is a night where they have to deliver." And then they lay an egg, and it looked like that. Underneath all the Baker talk, and every national media outlet's going to talk about him, and rightly so, and and frankly, it's good to see the Browns on the good side of all the pub. What Greg Williams' defense is doing in containing quarterback after quarterback is exceptional. Uh, And what I look at in this game is the Browns were down 14 to nothing. Baker Mayfield enters, and the Browns didn't allow more than three points the rest of the game. That is excellent. That's excellent. The Browns bent but didn't break. When the Jets drove down on them and and got the three points to take the lead. And how many times have you seen this, Browns fans, where even when you do get a win, you settle for three. And you just hang on by the skin of your teeth. 
Baker Mayfield went down and he didn't want to tie the game, he was determined to get the W. That is how you win. These games come down to a couple of plays. On Sunday in New Orleans, it came down to missed field goals. It came down to a fourth quarter interception. In week one against the Steelers, what should have been a Browns win came down a blocked field goal. And the special teams is its own issue. And, well, I still have some questions in that department, but we're not going to go there this morning because we'll focus on the positives for a team that greatly needed them and for a team that got them. And it's amazing that in a 16-game journey, not a 162-game journey, not an 82-game journey, how everything gets magnified to a couple of plays. And I thought the Browns tonight, I thought Baker Mayfield tonight, grew a pair, stepped up, and made the plays that he needed to. And that is not an easy role to take up right from the get-go. How hard is that? Unbelievable win for the franchise. The defense is tremendous. Game ball goes to John Dorsey. Why? He drafted Baker Mayfield and he drafted Denzel Ward. Both have been everything you could dream of and more. You couldn't have written this script in Hollywood. The Browns' defensive line uh, was very stout. Um, The Browns gave up a couple of those swing passes to the Jets, the quick hitters. But they're not giving up big plays. They're not, the secondary hasn't gotten beat over the top. It's tremendous to watch. Tremendous to watch. I just thought that the pace tonight of the offense was the biggest thing that stood out to me when Baker stepped on the field. And he's not afraid to make throws to his targets. Looking back at some of the plays tonight, uh, was watching NFL Network break down some of the uh, plays between Tyrod and then Baker. Guys, Antonio Callaway is a deep threat for this team, and I think he's going to be hit on uh, for deep balls from Baker Mayfield in the future. This is going to be a rookie connection, and if Antonio Callaway can can keep his head on straight and, and stay in line with everything, uh, this kid is going to be tremendous. He has that kind of it factor. Jarvis Landry, this is what happens when you bring in a target like that. We always say the Browns have quarterback X and the Jets or team, uh, the opposing team has this guy. You know, on Sunday, the Browns have Tyrod Taylor. The Saints have Drew Brees. Drew Brees made a couple extra plays. Got the Saints to win. Tonight, the Browns receivers, they, they did more than the Jets receiving core did for Sam Darnold. One of Sam Darnold's best balls of the night ended up being fumbled away by the Jets. Uh, one thing that's, that's big about this game that has to change is the Browns have only scored 13 points off their nine turnovers. But this was a franchise-changing night because Baker Mayfield showed that he's not afraid. And for a franchise that has been so fearful, they needed somebody fearless to break this streak. That's what Baker Mayfield did in this game. And in a league that's gotten so much into points, so much into the passing game, it's all about having a game changer. 
And Jarvis Landry changed the game in that regard with an incredible catch near the end zone. you got to be able to, to make the plays down the stretch on the offensive side of the football. Defense carries a lot of weight. And the Browns' defense has done their part and then some. But I thought tonight showed, look what happens when you're able to execute in the passing game. For Cleveland Browns fans, it was a breath of fresh air. Party all night. Party all night and party into the weekend. And party on Sunday when you're watching the Steelers, Ravens, and Bengals duke it out. Well, the Steelers don't play till Monday night in Tampa Bay, by the way. Huge game. And you can watch and say, you know what? We got to win this week. And all of a sudden, in we talk about the 16-game journey and how everything gets magnified, how quickly it really goes. You're 1-1-1. One, one, and, one. and you have 10 days to prepare for an Oakland team that is winless thus far. And that has struggled in the pass rush. Derek Carr has made some mistakes. And the Raiders just aren't the same team without Khalil Mack. Hugh Jackson needed to win this game. uh, And Baker Mayfield saved him. And I know that you can sit here and say, Well, how did Hugh Jackson not start Baker Mayfield? And this is an area where I'll say the Browns organizationally, it was pretty clear what their intention was when they got Tyrod Taylor. The quarterback controversy was created by the media. That was never a thing. And I I did give the Browns credit for trying to stick to a plan. But this kid was so damn good tonight, it makes you wonder what what was being watched during the preseason. It, It definitely makes you wonder. The fact is, the kid stepped up. Not in a December game that's worthless. Not in a November. No, no, no. He stepped up, down 14-0, and willed the Browns back. And the Browns tied up the score with a two-point Cleveland special. They pulled out all the stops to get the win. These plays come. These games comes down to a couple of plays. The Browns made the plays tonight, folks. And they've got a W. And that's what it's all about. I can't say enough about the way Mayfield stepped up. I thought Sam Darnold was good. And I know Jets fans are upset with how this game went. I would pin it on Todd Bowles. I thought his play calling was very conservative. I didn't think it was good. But Sam Darnold, on the the drive to take the lead in the fourth quarter, made three consecutive completions on third down. That's big. Sam Darnold's pocket maneuverability is impressive. He's quicker than I thought he was. Credit where credit is due. The future of the NFL is bright. You've got Mahomes. You've got Wentz. You've got Darnold. You've got Mayfield. I'm not going to take anything away from Sam Darnold. I did not feel at all like Sam Darnold was the reason why the Jets fell short tonight. I thought the Jets' defense was caught off guard by a quarterback that they had no prep time on, and sometimes that impacts you. Uh, But how much quicker was Baker releasing the football? The Jets couldn't stand getting to him. They didn't stand a chance getting to him. The emotion in that stadium as I'm watching the game from New York, uh, it was infectious. It was infectious, folks. Three keys uh, to wrap this up in the final three minutes. Number one. 
a winner at the college level, showed guts and proved John Dorsey right tonight. Showed why he's the number one pick in the draft. It was gutsy. It was everything you could ask for and more in a debut. 17-23, 201. In just over one half? You kidding me? Three touchdown drives? Uh, that's, That's how you win. That's how you win. The Browns made it happen. And Baker Mayfield deserves all the credit for that. Because he willed them tonight. Uh, Number two, Carlos Hyde. You pick up impact players. Carlos Hyde has stepped up. 90 yards, two TDs. Uh, You can't say enough about the way that this guy kept on running the football, kept on forging ahead. The Browns offensive line still has their issues, but Carlos Hyde kept running. And then number three, it's that this is a top, not top ten, I'm ready to say top five defense in the National Football League. What the Browns have continually done throughout the first three weeks of the season is made life really difficult for opposing offenses to get anything going. Greg Williams, I felt bad for the guy in the first half because his defense continues to step up and the Browns weren't giving him much help. But by by God, he, he just kept on scheming and kept on willing them. And the Browns, they, they did him right. Joby, Garrett, this pass rush is nasty. Avery, he, he continues to impress me. But it's one thing to keep coming close, and man, have the Browns done that. But somebody said to me on Sunday, you know, John, you have this, this to fall back on. The Browns keep coming close. And I, I said, look, we've been coming close for a while. You, you need a quarterback who can finish. Baker Mayfield finished tonight. He didn't start, and that's what's even more impressive. He didn't get the start out there. He was thrown into an absolute fire. The kid balled out. The kid willed the Browns on a night that the franchise, that a new regime, and that a head coach who's fighting for his job, they needed it most. You could disagree with the beliefs of the head coach. You could talk about the things that have gone wrong. At the end of the day, the Browns are a 500 football team heading into week four. And tonight, tonight, they may have found their franchise changer. And it's been too long, but tonight they may have found him. A win. And a franchise quarterback throwing some free beer, that's what I call one hell of a night for Cleveland.